Week 11 in the National Football League. PJ Candido, CandidoSports.com, with Pat D, as always. Pat, what's up, my man? What's going on, PJ? Not a great game for Fat Mike last night over in Green Bay. No, McCarthy is definitely on the ropes. Um, I don't think they're going to fire him mid-season. No, they have a weird ownership situation, too. Like, what does the whole town have to go to a town meeting and, like, vote by... by, uh, Raise of hand to see if they can get him out of there. I don't know, but man, it, it, Green Bay is a mess right now, um, and you can see it coming. They just weren't. They haven't been right. I feel like we've talked about it a few times on the podcast, and you said it, it's been years, but uh, it just seems specifically this year that things are really starting to fall apart, um, and they are. And I finally saw last night Rogers, um, what you were kind of talking about last week, just his, his his inability to read defenses at the high level. And there was just so many checkdowns he could have took, and, and he, he just holds the ball too long and looks for that big home run play, and it really bit him last night. Yeah, I thought he's kind of got caught looking at the rush a few times, too. Uh, they were only rushing four at times, not getting there, and he was breaking the pocket and sort of being his own worst enemy. He was um, frustrated. Yeah, that. he was. I think he's frustrated in general with the Definitely. coaching staff. You can see his body language screen. I do think Green Bay, actually, roster-wise, is better this year than they have been in a little while. Their defense is playing better. Uh, Jones has emerged finally. Everyone but McCarthy knew he was the best of the backs last Aaron year. Aaron Jones, he's phenomenal. Solid player. Ph- phenomenal. Great um, catch. I don't understand how they could, in that game, throw the ball 40 times and only give Jones 11 handoffs. It's not like they were trailing. I mean, they, they have a I, dr- I didn't like the game script at all. They get them. a dream start. Seattle fumbles on the first play of the game. Touchdown Green Bay, then three and out Seattle. I, it couldn't have gone better to start. And, yeah, I, I agree. Give that kid the ball 20 times. It, yeah. It, it makes no sense. If anything, sense. it slows the Seattle pass rush down yeah, a little bit. The whole bit. thing, yeah. It just made no sense. And he was, was running it well. I mean, they, Seattle had a few plays where they stopped him in the backfield. but Strange approach. I mean, you know, you knew Seattle would make a run. They just don't They don't quit in games like that, especially with Russell Wilson under center. So. No, and kudos to Seattle because, you know, they, they let go a lot of key pieces and – it was supposed to be a down year for them, and it still might be. They still might miss the playoffs, but they've been playing hard. They, there's there's a certain mojo around that team, and I don't know if it's if it's Pete Carroll, if it's Russ's leadership. Kudos to Schottenheimer with that yeah. offense. First year OC, kind of a, an average offensive line at best. He said he he came into the year wanted to build an identity. We're going to run the football. They he have, didn't take they no have, for an answer, they and they can do the it. Ball. They really could. I thought I thought Carson would be in the doghouse after fumbling on the first play. Um, with the other two backs being very capable, but they stuck with him, and, and good thing they did. He could run the ball. He had a few nice plays, and it looked like he was bottled up, but it was just him being patient. Um, and yeah, they're, they're a running team, and Russ is still not keeping it. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, he had one design one. keep, or he actually had a lead blocker, but it wasn't his own read play. That was a keep all the way. I didn't see him keep you know, voluntarily one time. Yeah, yeah really weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I, that. That has to be you know by design, by coaching, just saying you know don't keep it. Maybe it's something Schottenheimer doesn't believe in. If Russ goes down, they they're, they're done. totally dead. Yeah. So, but he's he's so valuable to move. Everyone um, wants to talk about the punt situation. The, the normal spin is like, how do you trust? How do you trust your defense over the Hall of Fame quarterback? Yeah, that that's one point. Um, but just the math behind it makes no sense. It didn't make any sense by any means. Yeah. First of all, you're probably close to seventy percent to convert. I know a, a two yard play on a two point conversion is fifty fifty, but when the defense has to defend the entire field, it's not in the on the two yard line. The conversion rate is it, way higher. It's over fifty percent by far. So and then if you that's don't, first. My biggest argument was if you don't get it. 
you don't lose the game. Right. You need a three and out anyway. They kick a field goal. Touchdown wins. Yep. And, like, all it changed was not allowing a field goal to get you into overtime anymore. Which, again, you're only 50% to win in overtime. That was the only thing it changed. And maybe five to ten yards of field position, potentially, agree, at most. Agree completely. But what was with Rodgers missing that screen on the play before, third and two? He just, like, threw it in the dirt. Yeah, I thought it was just a simple uh, flat slant concept. It wasn't a screen. He didn't Whatever step into it. it. I don't know if he saw I, I didn't get to watch the coach's film yet because it doesn't come out until two days after the game. But it looked to me like he didn't set his feet properly. It was a simple footwork mechanical but that's Type always issue. him. He, he does that constantly. Yeah, it's maybe the knee was getting a little gawky on him. I mean, he yeah. had a really nice run earlier in the game, so I thought he was kind of okay in that front. But a couple throws late in the game made me think his lower half wasn't wasn't right. Um, all right. Packers we, aren't dead. You know, they, they're not dead. No, they're still. I mean, the Bears are leading the division at the six and three division game with the uh, Vikings Sunday night, um, and Packers are just a couple games behind. But their schedule is pretty pretty doable. To run the table, I don't know if they'll even have to do that, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem like Green Bay's right. I, I could see them missing. I'm definitely on that train now. So yeah, they just have uh, the they don't have that they don't have that though. mojo and, and special feel to them that they could do that this year. They don't have they don't have enough depth. They're 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 so young uh, receivers wise. Besides Adams, who's phenomenal by the way, great player. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see it this year. So um, ready to move on? Yep. Sunday. Start with the Cowboys at Falcons. Falcons minus three and a half. Um, big win for Dallas last week in Philly. Um, Great. What'd you think of that one, Peach? As a Cowboy fan, I mean, I, I, I kind of saw it coming a mile away. I, have to I, sh- I feel like I, sh- I should have saw it coming one and two. I feel like that Sunday I, I started to feel it, but it was more so because of how I feel about Philly. I just don't think Philly's that good. I, I thought the you know I said it from the start of the year. I thought they'd have the Super Bowl hangover. I thought they'd start slow. Um, th- with that said, they're still very alive, and, and you know Wentz needs time to get back with coming off that injury. Um, but I thought it, you know, it was you know their de- their defense is good. It, it has been good all year. They held them to like what three points before halftime, um, and, and and they took their shot after after half. And Philly come out and they made adjustments and they scored. They moved the ball. Uh, they took that shot. and They ran with it. Zeke was phenomenal. I wish he stayed on his feet for that touchdown. I got to give credit to. The, the off to Mark Colombo, offensive line coach, to the offensive coordinator. Um, I think Linehan takes a lot of flack. I actually like Linehan, but it is what it is. Anyway, they were undermanned so heavily up front against the vicious uh, Eagles interior defensive line, and they sort of schemed around it, and they stuck to the run, and they were balanced. Thank God they stuck to the run finally because it was clear that that's how they were going to win the game. Zeke dominated. Yeah. Um, the thing is, they really haven't been able to run the ball that no. successfully in the past. And Eagles have been great against the run. It was kind of a, a weird time for them to... It was a perfect time for them, but it wasn't expected to see Zeke running for over 130 how important, yards. How important is Amari Cooper to this Unbelievable. Team? Yeah, that's, what, that's the biggest takeaway to me. It's like if you're watching this and you were giving you know crap about the first-round pick... Uh, and again, I thought they could have done it for a second, but I understood it. We both understood why they gave up the first, and now you can see it, and it's glaring. I mean, it already won them a game. They weren't winning that game without yep. Cooper. He's the number he one. Really he's the number one receiver, plays. and I think it's opening things up for Gallup. I think bigger days are ahead for Gallup. I like. I, th- I think he's a good player. Um, Definitely flashes some ability. Yeah, he, it's, he it's not all there yet, but he's. I, I'm interested in his development. Same. Um, but yeah, Cooper's clearly the number one. He's clearly the only guy who can create separation and get open consistently. It's like it's a no brainer. I thought Chris Brashard makes a big defense, a difference with that Dallas defense to sort of help out uh, 
Ron Marinelli as a co-defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, maybe. I, I and Seattle's defense is totally amateur since he's been gone. Ken Norton runs a show in Seattle I mean, now. Rashard brings a noise. He definitely, they play hard for him. And he's a very sharp guy yeah. schematically. Um, a couple blitzes Seattle ran last night. They had Griffin man-to-man on Adams with no safety help. Like, just horrible matchups. That one happened with Rashard. I, I think him and Marinelli are really nice and combination at defensive coordinator. How about the rookie getting his first interception off? Uh, My boy Vander Esch. Everyone's yeah. sort of seeing the light now. Offenses are still averaging 2.2 yards per pass more without Sean Lee on the field, despite him playing really well. So it's still something to look at. I, I think they're going to cut Lee after this year to save money, and they got some depth at linebacker now with LVR. But um, that's still something to look at as we as we move forward. You know, playing at Atlanta this weekend, that that might be something that gets exposed. Sean Lee should just retire and be the linebackers coach. He's going to be a coach without a doubt. That guy screams coach. Yeah. And that's all they say about him is, like, he's smarter than D coordinators. Um, uh, Falcons, we have to get to them. That's yeah, how they are playing. So Th- that game made me physically ill against Cleveland. They just didn't match I, their intensity. I'm so angry that you convinced me about Atlanta versus Cleveland. I told you that. I, I loved Cleveland, and you got me You got me on the ropes with that one. Um, Deion Jones is back for Atlanta. That's big for them because they've been so exposed in that next level on defense. He, he's, you know, their sideline to sideline guy. Uh, but yeah, bad loss for Atlanta at Cleveland. Uh, both these teams need wins. This is a big game. I, I do like Dallas in this spot um, at three and a half. I'll take those points. Yeah, I just, I, I'm shocked Atlanta didn't match Cleveland's intensity. Cleveland played a very good football game, and you know maybe I was wrong about about being upset about them firing the coach midseason because they, well, they sort definitely of, need they, there was a fire under their ass. They're, it's not like acceptable to like be mediocre anymore right. in Cleveland. And it's made a big difference. Nice the run game was effective. A lot of it was misalignments from Atlanta. Um, yeah, that's my. I just don't think Atlanta's that good. Yeah, they, I don't and understand Ryan's why they weren't prepared to play the game. It's kind of crazy. It is. I'll yeah, Ryan Dallas played though. average. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, I just mean in general this year. He's, he's yeah, numbers I think, wise, he's putting up an MVP or like he did. Yeah, you know. I, I think that Dallas will handle this that win. Um, some momentum, yeah, I would agree. And uh, go on the road and, and get another one here. That would be a hell of a performance to win at Philly, at, at Atlanta, 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 with sort of a maligned offensive line. And they haven't won two in a row all year, so this is right. This is the time if they're gonna if they're gonna make a little run at this thing. You got to do it here. You got to win these games. It has to be right now. Yep. So we're both on Dallas there. Huh? Um, all right, Panthers at Lions plus four and a half. Lions have been such a disgrace. They've out they've been outscored eighty six to forty five in their in their three game losing streak. It's honestly been worse than that if you've seen the games. Um, they're just a disgrace right now. Carry on finally getting the bell cow treatment. He's so good, I think. Uh, Panthers coming off the fifty two twenty one romping in pit on Thursday night football. I like them to bounce back here. Yeah, the Panthers got totally outcoached on a short week against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh came out very simple. They spread the field three by one, forced Carolina to declare the coverage, and Big Ben picked it apart. Um, some massive coverage busts, uh, cover three corners, jumping underneath stuff, just just to- stuff you would not expect from an NFL defense. So I think that, in other words, I think that Steeler win was a little bit... Um, these three-day rests are—it's tough to judge these teams on the short week travels. Yeah, the the Steeler win wasn't quite as impressive as it looked. No, at of first course, glance. Of be- course not. That said, Carolina, 
I don't know. I, I'm disappointed that that was a sort of a big game in the national spotlight for them. It was. I thought they would be more prepared. They were due for a stinker, though. In hindsight, I mean, they they had you know rattled off a few in a row, maybe a couple games that they shouldn't have even won. Right. I just um, don't think they have the pedigree to to allow them to have a performance like that. It's not like New England where you can say, you know what, it's it's fine. They'll they'll be right. Yeah. Carolina's yeah. still trying to prove themselves. I hear you. Again, I think that's more of a, a reflection on that three-day rest. It just that, that killed. I mean, I saw a guy sleeping on the bench. I don't know if you saw that mid-game. I, I you know, we watched off. a little bit of the first half at your house. Rivera looked like he was sleeping. The yeah. head coach was not enthusiastic. I'm he, telling you. The, these, the team embodies the persona of the head coach. It happens at every single level. He was flat. The team was flat. So I'm, I have to throw that game out. Um, Detroit, you can see why they traded Tate. It's because they were they're so far away from having enough talent on that team to contend. They saw it. I'm glad they did. Um, they haven't quit. They're just not very good. They have no pass rush whatsoever. Their run game got a little bit better last week. Carry on Johnson to me is impressive. He's that's what I'm saying. I think he's a legit he's, player. Yeah, he's bell cow. I don't know. They got to give that guy twenty five carries a game. Yeah, not a great matchup against a Carolina defense no. that can sort of hone in and and not have to face such diversity as they did last week against Pitt. I, I think Carolina probably gets it done this week. So not a high emphasis pick for me, but no, not at all. Like we're we're both finally going against Detroit. You know they're going to win this game, but uh, yeah, I'm on Panthers as well. Yeah, I think Detroit. The I wouldn't be concerned long term if I'm a Lion fan. I, I do no. think this they regime. Have- could be successful for them. It's sort of a different way of going about Speaking it. Speaking of a successful regime, Frank Reich and Chris Ballard off to a great start in Indianapolis. Uh, Colts minus two versus the Titans. Big game here, great game. Um, big for AFC South uh, implications. If one team is going to catch uh, Houston, it's probably going to be one of these two and not Jacksonville. Um, luck has become the league's best protect, protected passer in football this season. It's unbelievable. He's, his sackless streak has improved to 189 dra- dropbacks without a sack. Uh, and just a reflection on Frank Reich and Chris Ballard and their drafting and their, their coaching. Um, really good stuff going on in Indy right now. Yeah, I have a little different take on it, I guess. I think they have some pretty talented players. Their offensive yeah, line is made up of... I mean, the drafting, I guess. I, I agree with you. Quentin Nelson was a good pick. I, I really, he's Very been playing solid. Great. He's been playing. I thought the Giants should take that guy and you know trade yeah. back a couple spots and take him. I mean, that, luck, luck, luck is just so good. It's luck is, it really has been playing. I was disappointed with how they finished against Jacksonville. That was a very poor second half. They let him right back the Jags in. were asking to quit. Yep. And uh, they let him right back in the game. I... If you had that Jacksonville plus three with the hook, they, you know some spots were three and a half. They covered. Yeah. Huge win for Tennessee. We were all over that. Um, yeah, we did I, pick Titans out right. I didn't think they were going to dominate, but I, I wasn't surprised. You could tell the game meant a lot more to Tennessee, and and Patriots were kind of just like, all right, go ahead, take this. That's one. the thing about New England. They don't have the physical talent to just show up and beat anyone. You know, no. if you if you're a good enough team and you play a composed ap- effort and do the right things and don't turn the ball over, you could beat them, which is which makes it even more impressive what New England does year after year yep. because they get themselves in that mind. I, I think they're looking ahead to the bye. Um, I, to me, it's a throwout for New England. No I doubt. Think, uh, I think yeah. they'll be fine. Oh, of course. I'm, um, not, I'm not worried at all. That said, they, aren't, they aren't that good. I mean, it's just Brady-Belichick factor and everyone pulling many, in the same direction. McDaniels is great. How many teams in the AFC do you think could beat them? On like their best day, almost any team. The thing is, 
I meant like more or so in the playoffs, how many teams can really make the Super Bowl from the AFC. I think a lot of teams can if they play their best game. Like I said, Jacksonville had them beat last year. A couple of mistakes. Yep. Lost them the game. Yeah, I mean, you got the Chiefs, Chargers, Gronk Steelers. is going to be a big story. Their offense is so much more dynamic with him. When, he, when he's gone, it's big problems. It is. I still think that guy can come along come playoff time. I feel like they might even be saving him, you know. Right. He's just so fragile. Right. Will he be he there yeah. at the end of the year? Who knows? Yeah, yeah um, he could retire after any season. I won't be surprised. But Gronk. the Titans did what they do. They got a big kickoff return to start the game into deep into New England territory. Yep. That Went was right huge. Down. They Four really days. sustained big-time drives more than maybe once throughout the course of the game. Big but game from Corey Davis, my guy. Yeah, he's, he, he he's looked good. better. He's yeah. inconsistent to me. He is. He, I mean, he has been all year. Um, but I, I think he's good. And Mariota's been playing really well, too. So. so now we'll see how the Titans can handle this. Road win at Dallas, home win against New England. They are still this kind is, of a young team that I'm a little yeah. bit worried that, that they're not locked in in this spot. But I, I'll I'll take the two points on the road. I, You'll not, take Tennessee too. Yeah, I'm not pleased. Wow, with, going again. I, I didn't guy. like how the Colts finished. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that this is a good spot. For the not Colts. a great matchup for Luck too. Titans have to be considered top five defense in the NFL. There's They're so good. Many, yeah, there's not too many good defenses. So, all right, Bucks at Giants minus one and a half. Giants coming off a win in San Fran. People are saying they're going to run the table after one and seven. Um, I just don't think so. Bucks team that's lost right now, though. This is you know a perfect matchup for the Giants if they do want to get rattled off a couple wins in a row. Um, they're not good at rushing the passer. They're worse on the road, uh, and they're banged up on defense. I could see a big Saquon Barkley game. Um, pretty easy Giants offensive game. Uh, but really, I, you know, it's while it's a great matchup for the Giants, I could see it going either way. PJ, um, PJ's right. If you li- if you live in the New York area, all you hear on every radio station is, you know, if we get to if we get another win here and finish, people, eight, people are, think they can win every game. Now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's out of control. I mean, they do have a few easy ones in a row here, starting with San Fran. But they do. On. But my, my point is, in weeks past, that would pretty much lead me to auto play the Bucks. Me too. I I just can't. However, what I'm trying to do now, we're, we're trying it out this week for the first time. These short-term uh, position progress, um, projections I make, um, I grade every game every week. As you know, if you check out the website, um, I'm not going to go so much off the immediate last week's number. Uh, I've sort of created some graphs to show a trend line. And although the Giants, I have a very low number right now because of last week's effort being overrated against a bad Niners team and public perception very high on them. They were a two last week for me. I'm not going to let that... Uh, skew the the fact that I think the Giants are trending the right direction more than the general public thinks. And I'll take the so Giants, the lay the point and a half. Oh. Yeah, the Bucks just they can't figure out a way to not turn the ball over all year. That's why they benched Fitzpatrick the first place. That's why they benched Winston. The turnovers are just killing this team. I'll take the Giants too, but I, you know if it was any other team, I would like you know to to fade them. Um, I just don't think the Bucks. And I, don't, I won't be surprised if the Bucks win this game. I really, I really won't. Um, but it's a crappy game. Really not interested in it. So yeah, yeah that was like the sharp play of the year last uh, last week. Every sharp was on the Bucks. They thought that they basically couldn't lose that game. Finally the, hit on the Redskins. With the Redskins situation yeah. at the line. We were on the square side of that for, for a change and, and kind of got lucky that with the turnovers. Yeah, they had 500 yards and five red zone trips and got three points. Yeah, just abysmal. Yep. Um, I don't think the Bucks match up quite the same. 
we have to touch on the 49ers quickly. Um, Shanahan's incredible. Yeah. What a great game plan. He's on every week. The, the Mullins people are some of my new favorite Twitter people. <laughs> what, they think he's like a legit... He is very bad. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> I mean, I, he's I, a the, smart kid. He executes the game plan. The more he plays, the more they're going to struggle. But if he has to go to, like, plan B and they get behind in a game, it's going to get ugly. Cooked. Yeah. So, I mean... Good things ahead for San Fran, though. I agree. They play hard. Their offensive line is good. Breida's special. Breida's good. The tight end can play. Yep. Kittle's uh, unbelievable. Shanahan yeah. is just a beast. I agree completely. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if Jimmy G comes back. One of the more strong. upsetting storylines. Probably the most upsetting NFL storyline, right, is Jimmy G going down. Yeah. I can't really because think Because the of, team does fight. Yeah. I can't really think of one. I mean, everyone... Them I, losing McKinnon. I'm not saying they... So many. I'm not saying they would have been contenders. I, I just no. I would have liked to have seen Jimmy with the finally starting from the beginning of the year. It would have provided a little more clarity yeah, into would, next season, if anything else, because yeah. now we still have to wonder if he's the guy or but not. But it was one of the more more exciting storylines was Jimmy G this year, and it, it stinks he got down. Yeah, my point was, though, the Bucks don't have quite those same speed no. players inside. They have Deshaun Jackson, but I think the Giants match up decent at corner with those guys. They, they kill them with the Ogletree Breida matchup. The Bucks don't really have weapons like that out of the backfield. O.J. Howard's kind of not as fast as uh, Kittle over in San Francisco. I think the Giants match up a little bit better. Defense should play better. I I think they get it done at home. Texans at Redskins plus three. I'm riding with my skin. Skins are missing their left tackle and both guards against a dangerous Houston front coming off that uh, six-game winning streak. And a bye. Wow, wild that you're going with Washington after that speech. I know. I'm going to stick with them. I'll tell you why. But, um... The Skins' offense has been bad. They've been very underwhelming, tough to trust against anybody. But they do have a completely new personnel this year, new quarterback, new receivers, new running back. Um, I, I think that plays a part. I think it takes time for these, thi- time for these things to gel. I'm not saying it's all going to come together this week. Um, but I'm just not high in this, on this Texans team. I, I feel like everybody's probably going to hammer them this weekend. Uh, and the Skins have to have to be pissed off about being so disrespected every week, despite being six and three in first place uh, in their division. And Not much of a home field advantage would be my concern. Norman kind of alienated the fan group, saying <laughs> that they're like, "Why are they coming out for the team?" Etc. That guy's crazy and a bad player. Yeah, Josh Norman. He flashed. He had one year. He flashed in Carolina when he was primarily a zone coverage yeah, guy. Fifteen Just, one had a great. Team. He was like. He was pretty much Sherman, except not as good as Sherman. Great job by Same Carolina getting rid of him and not paying him. Yeah. That's, like, not talked about a lot. But he was he was the next big thing, and they got rid of him. People killed them for that. And it, it's paid off, in my opinion. No doubt. Um, Houston, I guess you could say they've done it with smoke and mirrors because of the schedule that they've rattled these wins off against. Not really unimpressive to me. But I, I think maybe they had some time to get better off the, off the bye. Yeah, good bye week for them. I, I just I, I can't see this team winning seven straight. Another week healthier for Watt. Yeah. Watson, another week of practice. I just think that Texans are too professional of a team to go in and lose this game to a team with three backups on the offensive line. I'll, I'll lay the three with Houston. Completely fair, but yeah, I'll take those points. I don't trust you. I don't trust really either team, but I'll, so I'll take the points in, in this case. Um, Steelers at Jags plus five and a half. Um, I, oh I, God, I'm afraid of this one. I saw Rich Eisen call it this, and I loved what he called it. Rich Eisen? Eisen, whatever. I don't listen to that Come on, man. Um, I heard him call it this, and I completely agree. The unlockiest lock of the week. And it's it's the Jags. I love the Jags here. I really do. And I'm sorry. I know you're going to probably hate it. 
Um, Jags have lost five straight, have shown zero leadership in the process. They're immature. It's completely what we thought they weren't in the beginning of the year. First home game since week seven. Uh, they're coming off? No, they're not coming off the bye. Pittsburgh's tied for number one in sacks. Jags O-line's banged up. It lines up perfect, perfectly for the Steelers. They've won five straight. Um, Bell's officially out of the picture now. He's gone. I just think Jacksonville at some point has to wake up, and I think they really like beating this Pitt team. They did so twice last year, uh, once in the playoffs, and, and I think they're, they they just like playing this team. And I'll take those points. I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, maybe, uh, I don't know, the, the Jags certainly were poor, especially in the first half last week against the Colts. They weren't getting lined up properly. They, they, it sort of looked like a carryover of what we saw you know, the, the weeks leading up to it, but the second half effort that they gave to me, maybe I, ha- I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting sicker and sicker as I go along this speech, but uh, maybe Fowler was kind of a bad apple. Losing him may have helped. Wow. I, I something to me showed that they kind of turned the corner a little bit defensively last week. I can't believe I'm doing this. I mean, either I'm shocked. But I'm going to have to take the Jags plus five and a half. You too, huh? It's only high be- emphasis. For only me. because the, like I said, the Steelers that win against Carolina was, you know, definitely overrated based on some weird coverage things that went on. Uh, I'll take the Jags with the points. I don't love it. Their offense is playing very poor. Their offensive line stinks. Uh, but it could just be a funky game. And I, 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 I think, think it's going to be a funky game. That's, that's I think this is like a Tomlin letdown yeah. spot. Like, Turnover from Big Ben that, you know, maybe brings back for six. Slow-paced game. We already know the Steelers can beat anyone on their best day. Yes. Yeah. With them, it's consistency. They're, gonna, they're not going to win, you know, they're not going to win out. They're going to have some The days. problem is they do have those lapses, and I right. think this, this could be a prime spot for one. In Jacksonville, yeah. I'll take Jacksonville maybe feels confident they have Pittsburgh's number from last week, that, last year. The, yep. I think Everyone's like playing the Steeler team. revenge factor. Well, yeah, but how about the Jags' confidence factor? They kind of own this team. Exactly. Maybe Fournette gets on track. Who knows? Yep, I'll take Jags there big time. Um, any word on Bell? Finally, he's sitting out the whole season. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, that non, you know, I, I get it though financially. I really do. I, the I, thing is, if I you're going to be a professional out. football player, don't you have to assume some sense of being a, a teammate to these people? And st- I, I get you're a pro athlete. You got to do what's best for you and your family. That's the speech. Football is such a team-oriented game. If you kind of don't accept that and buy into like a college, high school mentality when you're joining a team, I, I don't know if you're ever going to re- reach your potential or if your team is ever going to reach their potential. I hear so you. it's selfish versus being a teammate. I, I, mean, I hear you. I just feel like, uh, on the contrary, it's like they haven't shown that they want him to be that teammate. For years but to the, come. it wasn't like it was they were going to give him fifteen hundred dollars for the season. I mean, the guy was making a fortune. No, but they were, <laughs> how was, greedy can you be? But he had no long term security. I mean, he gets hurt. Oh, sorry, the fifty million that he already has in the bank isn't enough to. Uh, to does live he, have, off does he even have fifty million? I don't think so. He should. Yeah, he should. He doesn't. That's why he should. I'm not saying he should if he didn't spend it all. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that's how true. much do you think he's got. <laughs> I don't, Look at his contracts. How... He doesn't make fifty million. No shot. I'd be shocked. Go look at Spower. With endorsements, you don't think he's well, made $50 that's million? That's a different dollars. story. That's not from them. I just don't think... That's a different story. Yeah, I, I get it. Uh, he wants a long-term contract. How, how can... You know, he deserves one. 
But who's gonna give him one off this I don't situation? Know. It's it's a it's hopefully no one. The it's owners good. are gonna b- literally collude against them, and he's gonna be f- screwed. I agree. I don't disagree. So um, that's why it's a bad move. I don't disagree, but I think in theory, it's it's a I I am not totally against the move. Right, but if football was all about theories, no one should even play. These guys are gonna have CTE and. 50 years well, of course but they just want some long-term security at least a security on paper they get a contract they they're gonna play they're gonna give it at all you give me a four-year deal I'm gonna be on this team for four years yeah to point. me you're playing for the wrong reasons then to me if you're gonna be a professional football player you kind of have a screw loose to begin with I just think it's disrespectful from his standpoint where Pitt is just keep tagging him and it's like all right let's run you into the ground again but, but he should be fighting his, him but he should like, be fighting the players union for agreeing oh, should, to this deal uh, that's a different conversation bargaining I'd agree it's not the Steelers fault they're doing the financially sound thing to do. No doubt, but they're running him into the ground, giving him 500 touches a year, and then saying goodbye. It's like, well, I, I say goodbye. They offered to give him 15 million, and he said no. And also, another another conversation. Yeah, he is asking for too much. I mean, he wants to make quarterback money. It's like you're not going to get you're not going mean, to get this. He's just the you're not back. worth that at the running back position in the NFL. No, but Gurley I mean. Gurley got paid, so I think that definitely gives him some a little bit of hope. And that is going to destroy the Rams going forward because they are going to be in a lot of trouble rebuild. Their defense is already a bunch of veteran. Rams are going to be a yeah, people are like oh I can't wait to for see years. I can't wait to see the Rams. Their downfall is going to be quick. Yeah, it is. they better win a Super Bowl within these next year and a half. Yeah, let's have... see how long McVay is the flavor of the month. Yeah, I mean we'll see what kind of coach he's made out of when they have to start to agree. The Rams, rookies everywhere. The Rams are going to have a fade year. I don't know when it's going to be, but it's going to be within these next couple of years. Um, yeah. Enough uh, about Bell, this loser. Bengals yes. at Ravens, so there's no spread here. Uh, Flacco's on crutches off the bye week. Lamar Jackson has a stomach illness. RG3 is the only uh, healthy quarterback, at least yesterday. I haven't checked today. Um, Bengals have been bad. It sets up for an old-school, low-scoring duel. Uh, two AFC North teams, both who need a win. The, both these teams' seasons have, have gone down in the drain so quick. The Ravens and Bengals, they both started hot. and It looked like one of them was going to be that team to, to emerge out of that division. And now they just both stink. Um, Bengals Bell, have Bell is a tough. good. Fit. Bell is actually a good fit for the Ravens because they, they play for money, too, nothing else. Yeah. They don't care about wins or losses. The Ravens are a disgraceful team. I don't know why I didn't get to this before the show. We kind of run through the games really quick, and I was like, "Oh, I might take Baltimore with the points." I, I forgot what I saw the last time I saw the Ravens <laughs> take the field. They don't play the game for the right reasons. They're an embarrassment and a disgrace. I'll take the Bengals, no matter who's that quarterback. Wow. So um, I'm gonna. I'll take. Uh, this is one where obviously I gotta wait until the line comes out and we'll put it on the site. Um, I just. The Bengals without AJ Green and Eifert are just too inept at receiver. Not enough weapons. Uh, I guess you know Mixon and Boyd can get it done, but I feel like they just they need a number one guy. They need an effort this week where they line up and pound the rock down Baltimore's throat fifty times, which I think can be done. Yeah, it's a team that quits. I'm I'm more I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll take Baltimore probably, but I'd like to see that line. So there's really not much to talk about that game until we know what's going on with the the quarterback situation. Yeah, I think the Bengals are. Angry about last week, you know the Saints really ran it up on them. The Saints are just a buzzsaw right now. Nothing you could do. Unbelievable that team. Uh, we'll get we'll get to them. Raiders at Cardinals game of the week minus five <laughs> Cardinals. Um, no, but seriously, this is abysmal. The Raiders have been so so bad. Um, I'm fascinated by the Cardinals home games because sometimes they have like a crazy home field advantage, but then there's other games where the other crowd is. 
I think I don't know what's going on there. Something's like staged. Is this in like a Hollywood set, the Cardinals Stadium? I don't know. It was nice. When last Denver time, played man. them, it was literally like, the, like like they were at mile high. And then San Francisco played Arizona, and you would have thought the Cardinals were in the NFC Championship game. I think they're like paying actors to, for the stands. Something is. I don't know. Something bothers me about. I, it. I haven't. I haven't even picked that up. So I would like to know if I'll there's going to be like. Like, is this going to be, like, the black hole revenge, like, goes to Arizona and, and the Oakland fans care? Because that's, that's big with crappy teams, like, to have it that is. motivation, the crowd support. I mean, the Cardinals should be excited, uh, especially since Brian oh. Leftwich took over. They have a rookie quarterback. David Johnson's finally being... Were you realized. alive when uh, Leftwich got carried down the field by his that was, lineman I, at Marshall? I didn't watch it live, but okay. I saw a video of it this year. That was unbelievable. I, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. Were you watching that game? I was. Wow, that that's unbelievable. That was pretty cool, man. Leftwich, Leftwich I, I loved him as a really player like, with Jacksonville too. Those Jacksonville teams were hard nosed, yep. tough teams. I like that's that what they guy. Need to get back to I like there. that guy a lot. I'm happy he's a you know coordinator in the league now and starting to make some noise. Great, great job last week. They they hung in there with the Chiefs. Yeah, Rosen throws a really nice ball. He's just super raw. It's gonna take a while for him. I, I like him though. I think he he could be good. I like him at least. You know. You could tell Oakland had a better week of practice because they came out prepared against the Chargers. Defensively, yeah, they, they at least looked like a, a professional team. Yeah, they had a dream start if they got in the end zone and just went, you know, fourth and goal. They got stuffed. Yeah, the car stinks. He's so terrified of pressure. I, I'm not saying like it's all his fault, but if things aren't going well, he is not the guy to be. So, someone told me that the Giants should sign him. I'm like, why? Yeah, I don't know about Carr because he has shown in the past that yeah. he, he can throw the ball vertically. It's just this year it's been he's I in, think it's beat he's so beaten down by this pass rush getting yeah. to him week in and week out that it's the only quick game in three step. He's uh he's in my Sam Bradford conversation where they're both be great seven on seven quarterbacks with no offensive or defensive line, but with pressure in their face, these the guys. The thing is aren't Oakland has no excuse for having no line. They tried to build around this. No, they had a great work. line two years ago. Did you see the the fourth down where Carr threw it in the dirt because guy was coming at him? I did. That was such an overrated like blunder though. Like what what was he gonna do? Throw, throw it in the air as he's getting it's yeah. A, so it's just a screen, throw it up, but no one's running any routes. It's a screen. There's people where they had people clear out. They're not even looking. But just throw it up. Sorry, right. it would have been picked off or anyway. I'm just Fine. saying that. Tell you, I'm not saying like it was the, like oh that's what law you know. I just like you can't yeah. throw the ball in the dirt. It's fourth down. You're completely right. giving up. Just throw the interception at that point. Whatever. Something. I have a bigger happen. problem with screen there on fourth and five. I yeah, love it. yeah, that's a different combo. But uh, but uh, throwing it in the dirt is unacceptable. And he knew it right away. He did it, and it, it was clearly out yeah. of like frustration and you know just too much just on saying his it, shoulder. I, there was a zero percent chance of that anything happening. If no, there was because the offensive line would have been downfield. It would have been a nightmare. Yeah, but again. You can't throw it in the dirt. So somebody that lives out in Arizona needs to tell me if the Ra- they're going to be Raider fans at this game or if it's going to be Cardinals fans. <laughs> One of my buddies uh, actually does live in Arizona. Really? Yeah, so that's who I went and visited to the game a short last year. near the stadium. He's, ironically, he's home for this weekend. So that's Sick. Funny. Yeah, that's funny. All right, um, um, I'll take Oakland with the five. Again, I'm taking the Raiders. They're so bad, but <laughs> I'll take Arizona. I think they can bait Rosen into some trap maybe, interceptions. Maybe this, maybe this is the spot where everyone finally like can't take the Raiders, but I, I can't, so I'll, I'll fall into that trap all day. Yep. Broncos at Chargers minus seven. Broncos top uh, two linebackers hurt here. Broncos, Brandon Marshall, and Chargers, Denzel Perriman. He's out for the year. Uh, this could be a big Aaron, uh, Melvin Gordon game. I actually like points to be scored in this game. Joey Bosa might be coming back. Ooh. I know you got the takes <laughs> ready to be fired out about him. Um, Broncos off the bye. I like the Broncos to play the Chargers tough. Uh, I, I know 
the Chargers haven't really um, let down any situation this year. Uh, but I, I like the I like the Broncos to play this game tough. Is Joey Bosa the best player in the NFL? <laughs> really good to be. You have been waiting to get at him, huh? I mean, I like Joey Bosa too. That's the thing. I really liked him from Ohio State, but his production on the field, like, okay, how about the linebacker on the Packers last night that had three sacks? Frackle, are, are we going to say he's an All Pro? If you watch the game, game. Bosa he's bullying a left tackle that cannot pass set. That's what he did last night. But Bosa, okay, so that's out of the mix. But Bosa now, did it for. Right against inferior competition. But to me, what J, what why I knew JJ Watt was an All Pro before he was drafted and purchased his jersey on draft day, is because he does everything technically perfect. He attacks half a man. He stresses the tackle vertically. He he has an unbelievable stance and get off. He does things the right way, and against elite competition, the technique always wins. You talk to people that played in the league, that's what they'll say. Technique wins at the end of the day. So Bosa can keep bullying crappy tackles. He gets another one this week with... Um, There's holes. a lot of crappy tackles. Right. But that doesn't mean you're a great player. Maybe not, but the production's production, and he, pr- he I disagree produces. from a defensive player standpoint. Yeah, you're, you're, you're coach talk. This is the coach coming out of you. Well, I know. I, I coached a player that led the nation in... Um, into solo tackles, my middle linebacker yeah, led the nation. No, he was a good player, but it didn't help us win. We were atrocious on defense. I think both. I'm just saying statistics defensively are are very skewed. Um, I I liked Bosa before all this, but now I hate Bosa. So he gets a good matchup this week though with Denver. They're, they're very poor at tackle, but hopefully he gets exposed. I think he needs some time to obviously work back. But yeah, I mean these defensive ends, I don't care who you are, you could change a game by a couple sacks, like, you know, a strip sack here or there. Um, regardless, he's going to help that Chargers team. Uh, probably help Melvin Ingram out too, not get as much attention. He's been pretty quiet this year. I don't know if that's just me not paying attention to him. Um, but I mean, I thought he had a great year last year and I was kind of all over that in the Chargers last year, but he's, he's been a little quiet this year. Yeah. I just think great gets thrown around too often with these defensive players because of how bad the offensive lines have become. So that's all I can say. I hate the Chargers, but I hate Denver more. I'm going to lay a seven here disgruntledly. Yeah. I'll take Denver, but going back to your point, um, defensive ends and stuff like that. They're obviously getting more praise because of the tackles and stuff stinking. But also, just because they need one or two plays, and that's it. You know, two sacks, it's a huge, great game. They can get stuffed the other 40 snaps of the game. Um, but they'll they'll get the, the rep. They the flash. Game. They flash, yep. Right, so the casual dope thinks they're good. Got it. Um, Chargers, <laughs> Chargers not having a real home field is a big problem going forward. Um, everyone wants to make them the, the next team in the AFC. I'm, I'm anti-Chargers, but we'll save that for later in the season, not this week. Yeah, we're getting to that point. Unbelievable. Week 11. Um, <laughs> Broncos, I'll, I'll take the plus seven. Eagles at Saints Sunday night football. Saints minus eight and a half. They're rolling right now. I, I touched on it earlier. I wrote it down. Um, Philly's very desperate at four and five. And again, while a Super Bowl hangover might have been predictable, I think we both like that. It, Wentz is still working back from that injury. I still think they have time. Um, I, I think they're going to fight in this game. I, I kind of like him to cover. Yeah, um, I think there's been times where Peterson this year wants to always be the smartest guy in the room. and uh, I, I definitely I, get that feel as well. Um, I, the, I don't love the vibe with the Eagles. I, I think the Saints are a buzzsaw. I, I'll lay the 8.5 at home. I, I, it just... Oh, I, I, I completely can see it going that way too. I, I can see it being ugly. Uh, I just think the Sunday night fact, the Sunday night factor, 
um, how desperate the Eagles should be, how they should, you know, they should be, you know, we should give them some time because Wentz is working back from that injury. Um, but yeah, I the Saints are just rolling. Right I now. feel like the Eagles are f- are fragile mentally for whatever reason this year. Like they sort of are going these emotional swings. Uh, every game there's like crazy highs and lows. They led the Panthers seventeen nothing. They were down a million to the Bucks. Like every game is like a, a very dramatic extreme. And I think if they could have stole that game against Dallas last week, oh, yeah. that would have propelled them a little bit more forward into this game. I, I think they're kind of ready to, to go the other direction here. I think the Saints are just too tough. The I, Saints still can't run the ball between the tackles as good as everyone thinks. It's really annoying. I apologize. This is not a Sunday night game, too. Oh, it is a 4-15 game. Is it 4-15? It's not even 1? 4-25, Okay, think. yeah. See, I'll take the Eagles still. Um, but no, the Sunday night game is Vikings-Bears. Are we ready to move on to that? Sure. Vikings Bears minus two and a half um, could be three in some spots. This is a this oh, is a bit, I hate these NFC North games for some reason because they're all like underwhelming. But could I be also good. hate games at Chicago because the camera angle is super low on the field and if you can't really see anything as far as the secondary. Um, not not a fan of the Chicago home games. But continue. Um, I, this is a game where we should get a good feel for either you know both teams. Uh, Vikings have not been impressive this year, and the Bears have been rolling, but against a mostly Total soft garbage. schedule. Yeah, just the complete uh, reflection on who they've played. They finally get a tough matchup, at least on you know on, in theory on, on paper. Vikings coming off a bye; it's on prime time. They need to win this game uh, to kind of you know get stay within that division and, and catch the Bears. Um, but they've they've been unimpressive this year. I, this it, regardless, it's a good spot. Uh, Vikings get Dalvin Cook to be a full go after he had, what, like 12 touches for over 100 yards last week. So I think it'll be a big game for, at least he'll get a good carry load. So yeah, um, full strength for the Vikings. Minnesota, to me, I've sort of been down on them all year, but I I think they kind of turned the corner. That was an impressive This would be the week to do it. They actually, you know, they, they probably beat the Saints if they don't have the freak fumble. Maybe they don't beat them, but they're... The game is they had a couple the bad they had a couple sure. bad turnovers in that game. I agree. Um, I don't know Minnesota. I think a buy really helps them because what I'm seeing is they have all the tools. Their defense is solid. They have a lot of weapons on offense. It seems like they've failed in the big moment this year yeah. on a big third down on a big high intensity high leverage com- competition play. So hopefully they could have mimicked some of those situations in practice the last couple weeks. I've been through that on coaching staffs where we can't figure out why we just don't make the big play at the right time. It can be practiced contrary to popular belief. So I think Minnesota veteran staff will have figured that out. Griffin helped their defense out more than I would have expected. You were kind of on top of that. Um, I, I think the Vikings' day is going to be it's going to be a rude awakening for Trubisky. He's had really smooth sailing. I agree. This would be a big win for the Bears. This would be huge game, huge, huge win for them. So, a good game. I'm ex- I'm more excited about it than you. I guess I, I like this. The game. Bears are just too like new school for me. They're trying to be like the Junior Chiefs, like, Rams. Just like not yeah. my thing. I'll I'll take Minnesota, even though I don't love them going forward. Me neither. Um, I, I'm not sure who I'm going to take here because again, I think it's a big game for both teams, and I think what we've seen out of these teams on maybe not who they are you know the bears aren't as good as what we think and maybe the vikings aren't as bad i'm not sure uh but again i, I just the vikings have been unimpressive to me but i'll, I'll wait and, and i'll this will this will be one i pick on the website so uh last one monday night football moved from mexico city what a mess 
Uh, but thank God they did. I don't want this game to be in Mexico City. This is this is a game that people want to watch. And there are a lot of conspiracy theories out there about why the game was moved. The, like what? The El Chapo know. situation. What? The, I, I personally believe did you see the, the NFL the field stunk. Right, but I think that they wouldn't have approved those events going into those spots, like before leading up to the game. If they did, they wanted the excuse to get the game out of there. Wow. I think personally. Um, but I, I believe it's because the ratings have been through the roof this year. Everything's sort of finally on the on the rise. They don't want to mess. We this haven't been one talking up. about politics. We haven't been talking about national anthems. All of a sudden, the games in Mexico. We talk about immigration. There's people that fighting on Twitter about why you shouldn't be watching. Why is this game in Mexico? Interesting. Take. I just think that they don't want. I'm that all in on it. Send me, send me the links. <laughs> I mean, Conspiracy I don't know DJs. Just, I'm all about it. Yeah, it just. It, I don't think the NFL wants any business in this game. No, I, this, this is, everything's going too well for them right now. They're gonna crush, off a bad year. They're gonna crush ratings in this game. We got players threatening not to play, going to Mexico. Yeah, City. all we need is four Hicks in like Kentucky to start tweeting about why they're not gonna watch because the game's in Mexico. I, I agree that this is just a mess going into Mexico City. So I, yeah, but can you imagine being one a fan of one of these teams, or even being there, but flying out to Mexico City to watch this game, uh, and you know have a little trip to Mexico? I guess I don't know what. Yeah, what, you wouldn't really want to go to Mexico City though. No, that's not the place to go in Mexico. I'm just thinking though, like even me as someone who's gone to many different stadiums, I would consider it if this was like just a like big, as a yeah, I get it. Yeah, you know, like I'm sure people did that. I would be furious. Yeah, and it gets moved. Yeah, back. you're screwed. My God. Um, but anyway, get to the game. Rams are minus three and a half. Um, highest total in NFL history, 64. Cooper Cup out for the year for the Rams. Pretty big blow. He's yeah, been really he's good a good to player. That. Really good for them. And it's kind of a uh, Goff's guy. Um, I, I think both teams should be able to move the ball fairly easy. Like, Goff has been leaking a little oil the last couple of weeks. I've you seen a lot so? of missed throws. I thought last work. week he was good. Yeah, there, there the were some I, I agreed that, the, I agreed that on the weeks before that. I thought last week he played better. Yeah, I'm just seeing some slight deficiencies there. I definitely trust Mahomes more than Goff, though. I think if the, I think if you told me the Rams were going to stick to the ground game and pound Gurley between the tackles, I would like them. But I do see some subtle improvements from the Chiefs on the edge, especially, and at secondary and linebacker. Um, I think they're giving up like 30 points per game on the road and 15 at home, so it's it's tough. It's they're completely yeah, I, different. Yeah, I just think the that road. the Chiefs, I, offensively, I mean, it's it's hard to separate these teams. They do it in different ways. The Chiefs aren't as good up front as the Rams. The Rams have struggled that center and guard the last couple of games, though. To be fair, I, I just see the Chiefs improving more defensively, and I see the Rams continue to regress. So I, I think. I think the Chiefs can sort of weather the storm on one turnover, but the Rams can't. So I'll take that's the kind Chiefs of my, here too. my take. I, I, I'll take I like, the three and a half. I like the Chiefs. I like the any points in this game. Um, no you know, home field for the Rams, really. No. So and you know, it, hopefully it'll live up to the hype. Hopefully it'll be a good game. Hopefully, you know, Mahomes is a special, special player against zone coverage. He, I, I, I don't know if I've seen him make an incorrect read against zone, but yeah. he does. The, the cards put some stuff on tape last week that teams can copy. They blitzed the hell out of him, and it worked. Playing man gave him some issues. The thing is, if you bust it one time, Tyreek's gone 90 yards. So yep. it's sort of a give and take. But I think that's probably your best shot against the Chiefs. P- pressure him. Um, if you can get there with four, obviously that's great. But I'll take the Chiefs here. Um, did you see... Uh, what everyone's talking about, the the uh, ketchup on his macaroni and cheese. You no. haven't seen that, huh? 
Yeah, people are all upset because Mahomes said he like ketchup is like his thing. He puts it on steak. Oh, who cares? And I guess a reporter asked what else he puts. I feel like I'm getting becoming like an old curmudgeon like Francesco. You are, yeah. So grumpy. I think it's hilarious. I mean, he's a good personality, Mahomes. That's really what I was kind of getting at. He's he's a fun player, obviously outstanding on the field. Um, but he he's got a good personality too, and you know NFL's got to be hoping that he is very sharp back there. Yeah, he's he's good to watch. Uh, you got your music. Hey, they, what they the Chiefs really need to work on that offensive line though. It's well they they're getting by with coaching and schemes and right. getting the ball out quickly and having so many weapons where you don't know where it's coming. You can't really focus on rushing the passer. You got yeah. Hill coming in motion. Like, I feel so. like a team like New England in the playoffs is just gonna. Expose them. Yeah. Possibly. It's a good week, though. Thanks for listening. Tune back next week.